Welcome to the Smith and Steward podcast. I'm Mrs. Smith, but you can call me Ellie, and my mission is to strengthen fellow homemakers as we faithfully steward our homes and the souls inside them. Here, we'll seek inspiration for everyday moments and answers to your questions about all things homemaking, including interior decorating, gardening, cooking and baking, tidying up, and much more. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Let's get started. It's the first episode of the Smith and Steward podcast. I'm so excited to finally have y'all with me. I've been dreaming about doing a podcast and talking about homemaking for a while, but at the same time, this has all happened a little more quickly than I anticipated. I'm a big planner. I love organizing things in my calendar. I'm very type A. And when I first started thinking about having a podcast, I did not think it would go as quickly as this. It's gotten off the ground a lot faster than I anticipated. And that is really thanks to you. Um, If you follow us on our Instagram, you know that I've been posting a little bit and getting the word out there about Smith and Steward, sharing some fun inspiration, sourdough baking, quotes that uh, inspired me and things like that. And that connection has allowed me to hear from some of y'all. If you messaged me or left a comment on some of that content saying that you're looking forward to this first episode, please know that I am thinking of you right now. And I'm so thankful for the encouragement and the motivation that your words have blessed me with. I've been working a lot behind the scenes on some different things, including topics for future episodes, but today I want to share with y'all my own story as it pertains to homemaking. Hopefully this will allow you to get to know me a little bit, and hopefully I can inspire y'all with some of the same things that have inspired me in my homemaking journey. So the first thing for you to know about me is that, as you may have guessed, I am new to podcasting, Um, but you might be interested to know that I'm actually not new to content creation. I write for a magazine, and I've been doing so for almost four years now, and that line of work has exposed me to some really incredible interiors, beautiful collectibles, some romantic recipes, and I've also had the opportunity to interview a lot of fabulous designers and entrepreneurs along the way. And I'm thankful that that line of work has impacted my own style and aesthetic, which you again can see on our Instagram. Um, But I probably wouldn't have that as strongly um, or specifically as if I hadn't been working for the magazine that I work for. Um, I would probably describe my style as romantic, maybe elevated or elegant and cottagey, which I know is a little different than elegant, but um, some of those warm things and homey and cozy things um, of the English countryside or whatnot. I also really love blue and white, which you could probably tell from our logo. Blue is my absolute favorite color, and it has been since I was a kid. I love all of the simplicity that the blue and white color palette bring to interiors and the calm feeling that it brings into every room. So right now I'm trying to decorate in that style, which has been fun. On that note, you should know that I'm a new homeowner. My husband and I have been married for two years and just a few months ago, we finally bought our first house. So it has been a really exciting challenge as far as decorating things slowly and thoughtfully, plus having that added 
responsibility of maintaining things more, um, more so than we did in apartments, even though obviously we've, we've been taking care of the things that we have. But when you live in an apartment, you have a maintenance guy that you call. And now my husband is the maintenance guy. So that has been a lot of fun. Thankfully, he's very handy. So I'm very blessed with him. Um, but we have this extra um, responsibility on our shoulders. And to me, that's a really good thing. I think honestly, it's probably the best thing that I have enjoyed so far about owning our own home is that added element of responsibility for having to keep it up. I fell in love with the concept of homemaking before we moved into a house. And if any of you listeners are living in an apartment or in a rented space, I hope that you're encouraged by the fact that ownership of a home does not have to change your concept of homemaking and of stewardship, which we will get into a little later in this episode. But for me, it's just been an extra motivator. I remember between our closing date and our move-in date, I was sitting on the floor in the living room and the house was totally empty and we have these really tall ceilings in our living room. So it was really echoey. And I just was sitting on the floor with my back against the wall, leaning up against it. And I thought to myself, these are my walls. And I was so excited. I didn't live in an apartment anymore and it, it really felt like mine. But yet they're not really my walls when I look back at it and see the reality. I mean, sure, they're mine and my husband, so they're not just mine. And sure, the bank technically owns the house since we haven't already magically paid off our mortgage. But the point I'm really getting at is that even if it was paid off and only mine, I still wouldn't want to think of it that way. This is where that idea of stewardship comes in. As you can probably guess from our title, the idea of stewardship is really important to me. And the main reason behind that is I am a Christian. Now, obviously, there's an existing concept of stewardship outside of the Christian faith, but to me, it's biblical stewardship that really shapes my thinking. I want to do a full episode exploring this concept for those of you that might be interested, but there are Bible passages like 1 Peter 4 that talk about the idea of stewardship and the fact that nothing we own on this earth is really truly ours. I look back at that scene of thinking of my walls and I realize they're not really mine. It was all given to me by God and I've been called to care for it and manage it and to steward it in a way that glorifies him. It's my overall mission for this podcast is to encourage you as a listener to steward your home well, to steward the health of your body and of your mind well, to steward your land if you have a backyard garden or a larger scale homestead or farm, and to steward the hearts of your children if you have children. Now, if you're not a Christian and you're listening, I hope you stick around because this is not a Christian podcast per se. Other than that one upcoming episode I mentioned earlier, I don't plan to do scripture studies here or to preach at you. The reason I'm bringing it up is because since I'm a Christian, the Bible colors how I think about life and about homemaking. And that brings me to the title of our episode today, which is The Art of Homemaking. So thinking of things in this biblical manner has really allowed me to see the bigger picture and the deeper impact when it comes to the work that I do as a homemaker. I see how the mundane tasks that I do throughout the week have an impact on keeping my house in a state of tidiness rather than in disrepair or something. And I see the impact that that has on the others who live here with me. 
So for me, that includes just me and my husband for now, though I do hope to have children here someday soon. But the atmosphere that I create in my home through homemaking has such a profound effect. I want to share a quote that I love with y'all. I posted this on my Instagram recently. It is from British novelist Amelia Barr, and she said, it is always the simple that produces the marvelous. And I just think that is such a perfect way to describe the role of a homemaker. I mean, whether the tasks that we complete are done throughout the day because we don't have a separate career or in the mornings or the evenings because we work full time, they're not usually glamorous or exciting tasks. I mean, we clean the bathrooms, we prepare meals, we organize our family's things, we do the laundry, and a lot of people would not describe that as marvelous. But imagine what your home would be like if you didn't have those things done. Because of your work, the counters are clear and sanitary when your kids brush their teeth at night. Your entire family is nourished by something that you prepared for them. There's less stress in your home because everybody knows where their things are and it's not cluttered to dodge as they're enjoying the space. They have clean clothes to dress themselves. The work you do in your home may be simple, but it is also marvelous. It makes way for joyful moments. It makes space for your loved ones to find refuge from the stress of the outside world. It is so beautiful. So I hope you're able to capture this mindset of homemaking as a beautiful artistic act rather than just this list of chores. It's something that we can be creative with and proud of in the same way we would be if we were a painter or a novelist. And some of you might be some of those things as well. I know when I was first able to look at homemaking in this way, I began creating and enjoying this tiny little moments. One that I want to share is in the evenings, not every night, but a lot of nights I like to, after the kitchen is clean and everybody's winding down and getting ready for bed, I make myself a cup of tea. My favorite at night is this um, lavender chamomile tea. And I'm making it with all the lights off in the kitchen except just the light that is above the stove. And it's calm and quiet. And I enjoy that moment so much because of the way that I think of homemaking. I began finding gratitude for moments like that when I started changing my mindset to this enjoying the life that I was living and looking for ways to bless my home with beauty rather than being bogged down by all the things that it was asking me to do or needing to be done on my checklist. There's another podcast that I want to recommend to y'all on this subject, and it has been a magnificent source of inspiration and encouragement for me personally. I can honestly probably credit this podcast with my own discovery of homemaking as an art form, so I think y'all should definitely check it out as well. It is called The Art of Homemaking, and yes, that is just like the title of this episode, so you can probably tell how profoundly these folks have impacted me. The hosts are named Nessa Black and Shannon Van Trace, and they grew up as best friends, and through marriage, they're now sisters, so they have the sweetest story and the most charming banter between the two of them. They also have the most humble demeanor, and I've really loved getting to listen to them when I'm driving or folding laundry. I hope they're an inspiration to y'all, too. Before I started listening to their podcast, if you had asked me if I was a homemaker, I probably would have said no. And I'm really sad to think of that now because being a homemaker is so precious to me now. I really have fallen in love with it, as I've said. But I used to think of a homemaker as like what you think of of 
like a 1950s housewife. This woman and she's wearing her heels and her dress and her apron and she doesn't work outside the home. And so her occupation is homemaker and she makes all the meals and cleans everything and does the laundry and puts it up outside. And it's so funny because I think I, well, I thought of it like that and I had this negative connotation, which is strange because if you would ask me even back then, if that that would sound like a great lifestyle, I would have said a hundred percent. Yes. I would love to be that 1950s homemaker. That sounds amazing. But I think the opinions of other people or what I assumed the opinions of other people would have been colored the way that I thought of this. I thought of that homemaker and I thought of what people in our post-feminist world would say about her. And it was negative in my mind. And so for that reason, I probably wouldn't have called myself a homemaker, but this podcast and the mindset of homemaking as an art form and remembering that you don't have to not work outside the home to be a homemaker has really changed the way that I think about it. And it has encouraged me in my own homemaking so that I have fallen in love with all of what homemaking entails. And I'm proud to call myself a homemaker. I hope this same mindset shift can be an encouragement to you as a listener in just the same way that it was to me. Not everybody has to be a homemaker, of course, but for those of us who do have that desire to serve our families by pouring our hearts into this act of homemaking, I really want to join together. I want this to be a space where you can find companionship while you're doing the dishes alone in your kitchen and to find encouragement if you're feeling burnt out from homemaking or any of the other responsibilities that you have. We have a lot of wonderful topics coming for future episodes. I want to explore the concept of stewardship a little more deeply to discuss how we can stay inspired as homemakers. And I also want to learn practical tips about things like bread making and gardening, both of which I am finally getting started with, and so much more. If there's something else that you would like to learn about homemaking, whether it has to do with interior decorating, keeping a tidy home, or any of the other topics that I mentioned, or really anything else in your life as a homemaker, please email your questions to me at smithandsteward at gmail.com. I would love to write back to you and maybe even talk about your inquiry topic in an upcoming episode. Now it is time for Steward Sparkers, the part of the show where I share recipes, books, influencers, products, whatever it is that has sparked inspiration for me as a homemaker this week. This week's Steward Sparker is an account that I follow on Instagram called She Bakes Sourdough. And this is a woman named Jade who, um, as she says in her description of her account, I bake bread. What's your superpower? And I think that's so fun. She has an amazing assortment of different recipes that you can use your sourdough starter discard that you have every week um, to make something from bagels to brioche loaf to focaccia and um, bagel chips. And I'm literally just scrolling through her page right now as all the different things that she has to offer. I'm so excited to try several of these, um, Jade and her page, as well as another baking, um, 
account that I started following inspired me to make my own sourdough starter this week. So I am on day four, I believe. And so that means soon I'll start to get just doing daily. And then after a total of four weeks, I'll be able to start using it for recipes. So I will be coming back to She Bakes Sourdough a lot for some recipes of what I can do. And I recommend that y'all follow her page. It's been really inspirational to me to just see the way that um, other people are creating things so beautifully. And when it comes to baking, you're creating something that is going to nourish yourself and your family. And also think of how amazing your house is going to smell when you have something like a sourdough loaf in the oven. I'm so excited for it. I'm really looking forward to it. Y'all can follow Jade at She Bakes Sourdough on Instagram, and you can also find, I made my own reel of my process of making a sourdough starter based on her own recipe because hers does have grams and, you know, the measurements they use over in Europe. (laughs) So um, check those out and let me know what is inspiring you this week. You can find me on Instagram as well. with that, friends, it's time to close today's episode. Thank you for joining me for this chapter of the Smith & Steward podcast. If you enjoy this show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, which has the largest listener base, or on your favorite podcatcher app. If there was a resource we discussed today that you'd like to learn more about, check out the show notes in the details section of this episode. And until next time, keep up with us by following us on Instagram at Smith & Steward. See you soon. Thank you.